What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Smoking Jay, the fantasy fornicator of Bears, Brews, and the Bros. And I want to talk to you guys about Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys use the promo code DUBROS, that's D-A-B-R-O-S, they will match your first deposit up to $50. With football here, finally here, and all the sports, you know, taking action, make sure you guys get involved. There's plenty of prop games going on on Monkey Knife Fight. And it doesn't stop there. Monkey Knife Fight is allowing me to give away 10 $25 vouchers to use on MKF.com. For every five people that send me a screenshot showing me that you guys use my promo code, Dubros, I will enter you in a separate raffle and give you guys another opportunity to get some more free money. Let's go. Let's get this money. Let's have a great, great fantasy football year, basketball, baseball, all of that. Let's get this money, baby. Bear down. Hello there. This is Richard Dent. You're listening to the Bears, Booze, and the Bros podcast. Welcome back to Bears, Brews, and the Bros. This is your boy, Smoking Jay. Back in the house with Doc PLC. We got Fantasy Sweetness. We got Drilly in the house, Fantasy Drill 2. Renegade couldn't make this one. He will be with us on the next one, the waiver episode that we'll be dropping on Tuesday. Now, we're going to recap the Bears, man. Bears versus the Colts. Final score, 19 for the Colts, 11 for the Bears. And um, let's go with uh, just, you know, instant reaction. Doc, go ahead. Um, what, what is What did you take away from this game, man? Our offense sucks. The Bears' offense, they looked really great last week, but that was more of a reflection on how terrible Atlanta's defense is. The Colts have a good defense and the Bears couldn't do jack shit. Nick Foles is what I said he was at the beginning of the year. When you listen to our Nick Foles-Mitch Trubisky debate, I said they're both garbage. I still feel that way. He didn't have a great game. Anthony Miller, I'll let you talk about him smoking Jay, but he's got to find a different place to play because he can't catch the fucking ball. I'm just uh, so angry. I can't even be mad at the Bears' defense. They only gave up 19 points, but that offense is just pathetic. Pathetic. Sweetness, smoking Jay, drill, whoever wants it, take it. I'm not. Yeah, to the Colts' credit, you know, that defense is really good. They got Buckner over there. They got Justin Houston over there. It just made us look really bad all game. They shut the run down. We couldn't run the ball at all. I think we had 28 total rushing yards, maybe less than that. Uh, we, can't, we can't get the passing game started that way. So we need to figure something out. Nick Foles and the receivers weren't on the same page. I know he hit Allen Robinson a lot, but most of that was late-time garbage-type points. So, I mean, at the end of the day, this this offense, uh, what we're running, it, it's not going to work. We can't get the run game started. Monty looked very frustrated there in the second half. We just need to come up with a different way to win games. And, you know, I, for a second there, I was like, let's just spread them out. Let's, let's spread them out because we can't run the ball on them, you know. Play action will do nothing to the Indianapolis Colts because they're not afraid of the run. So yeah, we've got a lot of problems to fix by uh, by Thursday when we get Tampa. So you know, hopefully we get to figure something out. But uh, I don't know. Drill, what you got on that, man? I'm glad that, that game is finally over. <laughs> I, Jesus Christ. I, that was the most boring shit I've ever watched. Like, and it's horrible. I love my Bears, don't get me wrong, but that shit was just very, 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 very hard to watch. And what, just just like uh, uh, Sweetie said, we got 28 total rushing yards. That's not going to get it done. The Colts, 
defense is pretty much awesome. You know, you know, they're not. I kept saying it during the game. These, this is not the Falcons. This is not the Falcons. You know, what I'm saying we're, we're we're talking about you know pretty much a good ass defense here. And then not only that, we're talking about that third down efficiency, four out of fourteen. That's huge. If we can't convert on third down, we can't extend any plays. We can't get any touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. I mean, being held to three for the entire game, like, that was just frustrating as a fan. It was just really super, super hard to watch. Yeah, man. This game this game was tough to watch uh, from start to bottom. You know, they pretty much had us dominated. But I do want to say a couple of things before I go into my, my breakdown of this game. Then the Indianapolis Colts coming into this game, they were the number one pass defense. Not only that, their head coach over there is Frank Reich. Frank Reich worked with Matt Nagy in Philadelphia and Nick Foles. He credits him 100% for his turnaround in his career in Philadelphia. He said that he helped him significantly in his game to become the quarterback that he is today. So this is a, this is a coach that knows his weaknesses. He knows his strengths. He knew how to play him. So I, I think this is more. This game was more of, of um, coaches, a coaching battle, and Matt Nagy got outdueled in the end of the day, without a doubt. For us to score three points heading into the fourth, for us to you know get a garbage time touchdown, only score eleven points. Nick Foles didn't look great at all, but I did wanted to point out. I, I wanted to point out a couple of things. First off, our rushing predict- predictability. On first down, like those, those were like the only times we were rushing about was on first down for the most part. That's got to change. His cuteness with his play calling. I'm tired of seeing Cordero Patterson in the backfield. I'm tired of seeing the play action pass go behind the line of scrimmage. Like that's not fooling anybody. Like there's, there's the play calling has got to change as well. Now, did Nick Foles miss some throws? Yeah, he missed some throws 100%. He did. But at the same time, we were outmatched. On the, on the opposite side of the ball, not only by the defense, but by the coaching as well. So I'm going to – we're taking this L. This is a straight loss on both sides of the field, but I would say more on the offense. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me rephrase that. This is a loss on the offense. This is not a loss because of the defense. Matt, yeah. Maggie, we're looking at you. We're looking at you all the way because now you got your guy. Now you got your quarterback. And you put up 11 points. That's a big problem. Yeah, I want to reiterate a little bit on on what you touched on as far as seeing Cordero in the, in the backfield. I don't know. I can't recall if it was third or fourth and short, but we're lined up in a tight formation, and everybody knows that Cordell Patterson is going to get the ball and try to get that one tough yard. But it's just not going to work like that, bro. You're being too predictable, and something's got to change, bro. And, I mean, I know we lost to Recoin for the season. But I don't want to see Cordero Patterson lined up to punch, a, you know, a fourth and one or fourth and inches. Get get Monty back there, the guy that you drafted. Get him back there. You know what I mean? It, that's why you drafted him, and you're putting Cordero Patterson back there. It just doesn't make sense. For clarification, it was third and one. And then uh, he lost a yard to make it fourth and two. So I remember that play because I was frustrated by that as well. Because I was thinking third and one. If you don't, you got to at least yeah. get back to the line of scrimmage. You can go for it on fourth and one. Nope. Lost a yard. Fourth and two, they didn't go for it. Stuff like a Thanksgiving turkey. 
Yeah, man. I mean, look, the, uh, again, our defensive side, Utterball, did their thing. 186 passing yards, 103 rushing. And most of those rushing yards were – they were just, you know, they were trying to seal the deal, just run out the clock. On the other side, you know, when you have 28 rushing yards, that's not going to set up your offense for a good day, man. Simple and plain. Again, Robinson, yeah, you know, he had a good game. A lot of it was garbage time. Darnell Mooney got targeted a lot. That's somebody that we talked about earlier in the year, somebody we got to watch out for. Uh, Jimmy Graham made some catches. Monty made some catches out of the backfield. But Anthony Miller, um, I believe it was in the fourth quarter, there was a ball that was thrown by Nick Foles, and it went right through his palms. It looked like it was the palm of his hands. It wasn't even his fingertips. So it it wasn't the best throw, but it was a throw that you got to make. And Anthony Miller, you know, it went through his hands. Should have been a touchdown. Uh, what was the result of that play? I'm blanking out. Was that an interception? Inter- interception. Yeah, interception. It was an interception, right? It was his Wasn't own, own interception. Play? Was that his own? Okay, so that's the one I'm thinking about. So, yeah. So, and all year this year, Anthony Miller has been – there's been a lot of question marks. You know, running the wrong route. And he, he can't complete catches. Even last last week we saw that. So Anthony Miller is somebody that a lot of people coming into the draft said his head isn't always into the game. And we're seeing this right now. He's not, he's making some big time mistakes, man. So he's a player. I think Darnell Mooney has passed him on a depth chart. We see nine targets versus five. Darnell Mooney, you know, fantasy wise is somebody that you guys need a roster over Anthony Miller going forward. I know it's not a fantasy show so much, but like, I just wanted to point that out before we kept it moving. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I like that a lot. I kind of wanted to touch on something real quick. I know that the Colts didn't, you know, they weren't crazy on offense. They didn't go crazy on us. But at the same time, they didn't have to. Exactly. They, weren't, they weren't playing that way. There were a couple times in a couple crucial plays. I think they were both third downs. I know one of them was for sure by Eddie Jackson. One of them, I think, was a T.Y. And T.Y. just absolutely, you know what I'm saying, for the money that we're paying Eddie Jackson, to be getting like kind of sort of mossed by T.Y. Hilton out there on third and long. I, I don't expect that from him. And then there's another play. I think, um, and I forget the kid's name, wide receiver from uh, Indy. But, Pasco. Uh, maybe it was Pasco. I'm not sure, but Eddie Jackson has got the, you know, he's got to be over the top and the cornerback's expecting the help and he just didn't get it. So Eddie Jackson has got to be there to make those dynamic plays. We just paid him. We are expecting him to be a playmaking ball hawk, and he he was not that today at all. Khalil Mack dropped the interception early on in the game that really really would have helped us out. Um, but you know, again, you know, like the, our defense was not the problem, but that that would have put put us in red zone goal line, you know, red zone position right off top. Didn't happen. Uh, the Colts made the plays. They made some plays when they when they needed to, and they didn't have to do too much today. Our offense did not show up. You know, um, who am I blaming? If I have to blame somebody, I'm going to put this a little bit more on Nagy, man. I really am. The emphasis to run the ball was not there. We should not be throwing the ball 42 times when the, our defense only gave up one touchdown the whole game. We need to have better ball control. We need to make better play calls. We need to stop getting so cute. First down shouldn't be a run every single time. Mix in some play actions. Make it easier for foes. Make it easier for your whole offense. This is why we lost today. Um, do you guys have anything else to recap to, to end when it comes to this game? Anybody? Um, we just got to strap up for Thursday night against Tampa Bay because if, if this 
happens against them, you know, they're not going to take the foot off the gas. It's going to be another long one if we can't get shit fixed by then. You definitely know that Tampa can get scored on, so we need to get the timing down with the wide receivers. I think uh, Monty could, uh, you know, use a little boost of confidence back there. I've seen a couple times where he was just waiting to, you know, to bounce out or something, you know, and it just didn't look real real sharp, you know what I'm saying, where, you know, you, you can punch it in, through, you know, you know, through the gaps or whatever it is, or if he's going to bounce out, you know what I'm saying. There's a few good plays I've seen him break out, but, you know what I'm saying, it was, like I said, 28 rush yards, you know what I'm saying, that's, that says it all pretty much. But, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking uh, with TV, they can, get, they can get scored on. Tampa Bay can get scored on. So, you know what I mean, if we can get our timing on and we can get everything going and get the play calling to go through and flow pretty nicely, uh, we should be able to uh, – you know, give the Buccaneers a run for their money. You good, Doc? Last yeah, I'm thing. good. I mean, I'm I'm good. I agree with what Sweetness and Drill just said. It's uh, Bears got to improve from this week if they want to have any chance against Tampa Bay. We have three days. Three days of preparation. <laughs> last thing. Last thing I'll say about the game: the offensive line. You guys got an F tonight, man, or today. That's a big F on you guys. The, the Russian attack on the defensive side was, you know, behind the line of scrimmage repeatedly. Nick Foles had pressure repeatedly. And, again, it could go back to coaching. It could go back to scheme. It could go back to Frank Reich knowing exactly how to play, you know, on Nick Foles. But still, you're an offensive guru over there, Managi. You got to be able to counter. And the Colts, you know, they, they counter in the ha- halftime and we're able to do just enough to hold on so going into this Bucks game man like um yeah the offensive line has got to improve we got to make plays through the air through the ground uh is there anything else you guys are looking for for the Bears to bring to this Bucks game any any major changes I mean obviously on offense we could criticize them all day but versus Brady our defense is there anything we need to key in on Doc go ahead um uh, well versus Brady. Okay. So if we're going to talk about defense first, the bears defense needs to just keep doing what they're doing. I'm not mad at giving up 19 points. I'm really not. They at points, they were at bend, but don't break defense. And I feel like that's a very big gamble against Tom Brady because you will let him in the red zone. He smells blood in the water and he goes and gets touchdown. So I'm worried about that. Offensively, it scares this game scares me because it's do the Colts have a blueprint on how to beat the Bears? If you stop the run and put it in the quarterback's hands, I feel like the quarterback just doesn't have what it takes to carry the team. And so defenses can key in on stopping Montgomery in that running game and Nick Foles isn't going to beat you unless you have the trash-ass defense that the Atlanta Falcons have. So that's just something that concerns me. they got to be able to run the ball and, you know, milk the clock. Yeah, we put ourselves in positions where, you know, like Smokin said, we're predictable when we run the ball makes it really advantageous for the defense, and it sucks to see because even we know when they're going to run the ball. It's not good. I'm sitting on my couch at home, and I know what's going to happen next. So what do you think the defensive coordinators are doing? They're licking their chops. They're not worried about it. They're getting penetration on the offensive line. And, yeah, man, big F for the offensive line. Um, to their credit, though, they've been they've been pretty solid this year. So, I don't know. 
we just have to come up with more unpredictable type of schemes to run on teams because we're we're looking super predictable on offense. Yeah, I don't know. Just uh, I think defensively, we just got to stay aggressive, keep doing what we're doing. Uh, but uh, just especially for the secondary against Tampa Bay, to stay super aggressive because we know Tom Brady can throw picks and we can return them back for goddamn touchdowns through a pick six today. So I'm hoping that we can get that on Thursday. Through a pick six uh, today, through a pick six in week one. Yeah, so. you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying? Credit, you know what I'm saying? Five touchdowns today, but still, he can get picked off and he can get ran back to the house. And then, uh, you know, offensively, you know, I think we just need to click. You know what I'm saying? It just needs, needs to click. We need to get, you know, our timing down and everything else like that, get Monty behind the ball, get everything going, switch up the play con a little bit, get those uh, guys, you know, their defense guessing and being on their heels of what we're going to do next. And uh, I think it will be solid and we'll be fine, man, you know. Yeah, I think uh, taking the L sometimes is, for a team is very fucking humbling. You know what I'm saying? So humble yourself, you know what I'm saying? You're an undefeated team now, you're not, but we're not, you know, we're 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 3-1. So come on. It's not that bad. Let's go. Let's get back into the game and you know what I'm saying? And, and let's go beat the shit out of the Buccaneers. <laughs> yeah, man, so, something that uh I I overheard during the game they said uh out of the last 5 games Tom Brady has played going back to last year with the Patriots, he's thrown three pick sixes. So let's keep that trend going. You know, heading into week five on Thursday night. Let's keep that going, Brady. Not only that, last thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to the Bears with this matchup versus the Bucks. You know, we gotta be smart in what we do. We we gotta we got a great rushing defense over there. They got some great linebackers. And Matt Nagy, I, I know um Doc, you said that um we don't really have the quarterbacks to be able to make plays and to win games. And you know, I'll I'll um I'll say this. If we do not have the quarterback in that locker room right now to win games, uh, this is going to be straight on Matt Nagy because this is his offense. He's identified Nick Foles as somebody that can run his offense, and he took this job telling Ryan Pace that, hey, Mr. Trubisky can run my offense. So Matt Nagy, that he's somebody that's got to be held accountable, accountable as well. Some of these play calls are very suspect, and when a coach on the other side – counters you you got to be able to counter back and we have not seen that yet from Matt Nagy we need to do better our offense needs to show up if we want a chance to beat the Bucks at home on Thursday night so that's it man it was it was it was tough but like like Drill said we're three and one man we're three and one we should be feeling good I know this game sucked to watch it was painful let's put this behind us we need to turn this around on Thursday night man yes sir bear the fuck down that was the Bears recap. We're going to come at you guys on Tuesday with the waiver wire report for week five fantasy football. But this this was the Bears recap for Doc PLC, Fantasy Sweetness, Fantasy Drill. This is your boy, Smoking Jay. We will catch you guys on the next one. Peace out, baby. <laughs>